0: Head to com slash knee for more information and to sign up today. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reinald Show, we talk about some of our priorities when starting an off-season with our athletes. The Ask Mike Reinold Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the Introduction to Performance Therapy and Training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Round Show. I am here up in Boston, champion PT and performance with an uh, amazing crew. <laughs> I like saying amazing. I say amazing all the time. But here answering all your questions: physical therapy, sports performance, fitness, career advice, anything you want to talk about, head to micronnell.com, click on that podcast link and fill out the form so we can answer your question on a future episode. So let's see. Who do we have here today? We have Duesh Podell, Lenny McCrina, Lisa Lowe. Is
1: it official? Lisa Lowe. Oh, no. It's
0: official. It's official. So, what's that Lisa Loeb song from 1991?
2: Stay. I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to sing that to you at all times. Yeah, so I, I did that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs>
1: welcome.
0: God, that's disappointing that Lenny and I have the same personality but, uh, <laughs> or humor. But uh, Lisa, congrats on the new official married name, Lisa Lowe. Welcome officially to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Dan Pope, Kevin Coughlin, and Lay. Who do we have for students? Today? I think we have some new ones, right?
1: We have some glorious students, just glorious. Amazing. They're amazing <laughs> students. Um, we have Kim Lay from First University College in somewhere, I think New York, upstate New York, maybe in Pennsylvania. I don't even know somewhere in the Atlantic. We have Morgan Kennedy from Findlay, Findlay University in Findlay, Ohio. We have Zach atwood from wayne state do you know zach doesn't know the difference between a lefty or a righty golfer
0: other than which side he they just hit the ball
1: describes it as that way you hit that way it was an interesting conversation yesterday so hopefully your <laughs> friends listen to this and you guys can uh, talk about that
0: <laughs> interesting i feel like we have a very eclectic group of colleges and universities this uh, this time we right? do yeah. we do yeah so. Awesome. We're good. All right. So, who's up first? Who wants to read the first question? I don't know. Morgan, of course. Jumping in there. I love it, Morgan. That's it. Morgan's taking the lead on this one. I like it. What do we got for a question today, Morgan? Today, actually,
2: Kim is going to be doing the first
0: question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just in charge
0: of the computer. Oh, okay. I I mean, you popped up and got like super excited. I was like, you were like (laughs) elbowing out the other students though. I thought that was cool. But all right. What do we got, Kim?
2: Um, Sean from Florida asks, with the start of the baseball season, off season approaching, I was curious what things you would initially focus on with an ending a long season and starting their off season training.
0: Awesome. I, you know, I, I thought that was a really good question, too, Sean. I appreciate you submitting that one there. Um, obviously, you know, you use the word baseball, right? Because, you know, baseball off-season's coming, but I I just thought it was a great question just to talk about like what we do, you know, at the start of an athlete's off-season, right? Because you could argue what we're about to do in this first beginning phase is going to set the tone and really set the foundation for the rest of the off-season and what we can do. So, um, you know, I think we're in the same boat as you, Sean. We started to have some of our athletes start rolling in. And we started having these conversations to and I was just having this conversation yesterday, about one of our athletes and, and how we're going to phase out his, his uh, off season. So um, Dewey, you want to start this one off, I guess, and see where the conversation takes us. But like when an athlete's coming into you at the start of their off season, and we know they just had a long season and we're about to start this period where we can focus on them. What what, what are your initial goals for that beginning phase? I think that's a really cool question.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, and before I dive into kind of what we would do, um, the, the few things that I would consider for sure is a little bit of, um, you know, what they did during the summer, um, what their volume was like. Um, obviously, we, we got a lot of kids that play summer ball, but some kids don't. Right. So that's going to change the way that we approach things just slightly. Uh, we might not worry as much about, let's say, normalizing the athlete, kind of bringing in you know, a movement vari- variability as like a primary objective early on if they haven't played summer ball, right? If they've been rotating, throwing, hitting all summer, they did that in the spring. Um, you know, obviously we got to probably take a little bit of a break from, you know, being super, super transverse plane and frontal plane. So we typically tend to do is early on, we, we focus a little bit more on gaining movement quality, movement competency, um, you know, move a little bit more in the sagittal plane just to kind of get them away from doing that same repetitive rotation over and over again. Um, and then we definitely prioritize, um, you know, strength, as our foundation um, early on. Now, the cool thing with what we're currently doing is um, you know, we've started to apply a little bit of like the sports science testing stuff and start building some force velocity profiles for our athletes. And that does change things a little bit. So instead of kind of going with the conventional wisdom of saying, all right, we're gonna start back with a, with a strength phase, uh, maybe even like a hypertrophy phase, strength phase, mm-hmm. and then kind of developing into a little bit more of the power model. Um, we might have some more advanced athletes that we know their profile super well. So if they're already super, super strong, Right, and that's not the big low hanging food for them. We might honestly glaze over that a little bit more. Uh, we might just kind of focus on building decent capacity for strength, and then just jump right into speed and power stuff, because we know that that's what they're going to get better doing. Um, so that's where things get a little bit different than, you know, what's what's conventionally done from like a hypertrophy strength. What well, you're,
0: you're saying, though, is, is you're still going to start that initial phase with the primary focus probably on, on a strength-based program, but depending on maybe where they are in that, that force development profile, maybe that phase is just a little quicker for somebody that has, uh, you know, a great amount of strength or didn't lose strength in season, right, and is ready to, to progress faster. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yep, exactly nice. it. That's great. You know, and I I really like what you said at the beginning too, about like applying, like, you know, what did they do this summer? Right. And, you know, this is, you know this is a lens by the way that you can use for any sport right we're talking baseball because that was what sean said but um you know theoretically you can take this with any athlete is you know like what dewey said was think about what they've been doing in their competitive sport for months on end right now and think like we may have to take a break from some of those movement patterns and work outside those planes a little bit right we have to get away from rotation for example if you're a baseball player we may want to just get you know out of that for just a teeny bit in this beginning section so i like that um what else anybody else have uh you know thoughts like how about like you know for us like Len like you know obviously we have a bit of like the performance therapy like slant to this but like from your lens there as like the performance therapist when somebody's coming back after a long season what are you looking at
1: yeah I mean uh, Dewey did a great job and we're actually we had an athlete come back this week or last week so we're constantly talking to me you and him uh, about this guy and others that will come in but we're you know, in my uh, my hands, I'm looking at um, hopefully I've seen him before um, and have some baseline on him. And that is often the case, fortunately for us, but sometimes we don't. And so I want to see um, range of motion numbers. I want to see total range of motion, so ERIR ratios and, um, and total range of motion and just see what we're at. As we know, throwing, you lose internal rotation over a season. So was he getting – Um, was he taking care of his shoulder and getting arm care during the season to maintain his motion? And maybe not, which is fine, you know, or or towards the end he just kind of faded. Um, And so we get to figure that out and then a strength profile. So we do a lot of handheld dynamometry with our, with our pitches too. So with our baseball players, so ERI ratios of strength um, and then just, you know, cuff and and deltoids, see how strong they are bilaterally. And again, try try to compare to a baseline of where they were at some point um, and at least create a baseline. If not, and then go from there and then communicate with the strength coach, how they can incorporate some of their arm fist stuff into their program, or it's up to us as PTs to do some of the soft tissue stuff and restore some of their motion and get some of that local strength back in their cuff, you know, that we would do and some of, some of the dynamic stability.
0: So I like <clears> that. So combining Lenny and DeWesh right now, I like this. So DeWesh is curious on what their workload was for the summer. So that way we can build a program based on that. Lenny right. wants to look at how their body tolerated that workload right so you know we always say with our athletes like you play sports especially day in and day out you usually end up getting tight and you get tired right so we look at your mobility we look at your strength we look at how you know how that applies right so you know again lenny was super focused on baseball but again if you have a football athlete a hockey athlete think about the activities that they did right? And where would they be tight? Where would they be weak, you know, or tired, whatever. Um, and that has to be, you know, the beginning for you, right? Like, we can't jump right to power training if somebody has a mobility restriction, or they have a poor movement screen, or um, they, you know, maybe they have isolated weakness in, in areas specific to their sport. So um, I think that's, that's, that's a good basis. So uh, what else, Lisa, what are your, like, what do your rowers look like when they first come see you? Because I think that's like, you know, you know, end of a long season, like, what do they look like? And how does that change what you, what you do at the beginning? Tight and tired and sore. Right. But, but I think that's the good point though, is that yeah. everybody's essentially tight and tired. It's just what are, what's tight and what's tired for your sport. Right. Yeah. And I, I was, as we've been answering this question, I, I just get really excited for off season. Like I get really excited for winter training because it's like, I feel like, on the water season I'm always just helping people stay on the water but like in the off season you can actually like more so fix a problem and so I always just get super stoked for actually having that opportunity and um this year all the rowers that are coming in here I'm going to actually do some more solid like strength and range of motion testing with them so that they can have those more concrete goals in the weight room or with me of like what what are we trying to change through the offseason um which to me is almost more exciting than competition season because it's like how do you how do you actually
1: get better so um
0: I love that. I love and that. I mean, perfect build off what Lenny said. I love when episodes come together like this for a podcast too. So, so Lenny's looking at how do you tolerate those workloads for the season. Now, Lisa's saying, okay, well, where are you now? I want to create objectives over the course of your off season that we can get you to peak performance, right? So, and we 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 talk about this a lot, like with our you know champion performance kind of like thought process that we use. But if this is baseline, right? Oftentimes, like I don't know in the video what's left and right if it's reversed, but oftentimes times like you get below baseline. So we try a lot to get you back to baseline, but then in the off season, we need to get you past baseline. So we have to not just restore your performance, but then we have to optimize it and then enhance it. Right. And that's how those, like those steps build off each other right there. So I I, I love that approach. So, uh, Dan, uh, Dan's going to take this episode off because his athletes don't have off seasons, right? If you're not training, you're losing. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I won't say it on take up a ton of time here, but that's that's huge. I mean, I, I'm guilty of this, and a lot of folks I work with are guilty of this. They don't really have seasons, but um, I think for especially like a collegiate athlete that is really, really, really into the sport, we see a, a ton of youth athletics that we see a lot of overuse injuries. Um, Off-season is an important time to kind of calm down a little bit, right? If you do have an injury, it's a time to relax and build up slowly the course of time. For me, I was just like Lisa, super excited about the offseason, probably too much so. So I'd come off of like a high volume, you know, high intensity, uh, mentally exhausting season. I'm like, all right, let's hit this 100% the next day. We're just going to lift heavy now, which I don't know if that's the right mentality either. And obviously, as an athlete, it's good to want to push. But you do have to settle back a little bit and take some time and get the body to heal and relax. And if you have an injury, this is a major opportunity to get that to go down, you know, and feel better and build back. I, I love that too. And that's, that's one thing we talk about at the beginning too, is like, Hey, all right, what'd you deal with this season? What, what injuries did you lose any time? You know, what's, what's aching you now? What was an issue in the season that maybe it's not symptomatic right now, but maybe there's some lingering, you know, you know, suboptimal findings maybe on your exam that we can, we can dig in there. You know, I always tell people that too, this, this might be the most important month of the off season, even though we're doing the least amount of work, because if you don't get the, the things that are sub optimal address now, then you're never going to like maximize the ability to, to reach that peak performance later in the off season. So it's like super important. Right. So, um, Kev, what do you got?
2: Yeah. So I was just going to say that, um, you know, the season seems to be a grind where we're doing very specific things and the off season is a good time to kind of look at all the specific things we've been doing and try to turn the person back into an athlete and work on whatever skills or drills that we weren't able to work on during the season. So, it, you know, kind of keep their, their whole athlete profile in mind, like Duash was saying, and try to get them back to, um, that, that full athlete that, that we want them to be going into their next season.
0: I love that. I love that. And, you know, using the specific example, we, you know, the, the player that we just mentioned that just came back, I think that was a good example. He was dealing with something and his training took a hit. Right. So he actually started like plateauing and then almost like declining towards the end of the season. And we got away from some of those things. It's almost like we were in just damage control mode towards the end of his season. And he wasn't, he wasn't athletic enough. Right. And then you start to deteriorate over time. So um, awesome. So, all right, great episode. I mean, we could, we could talk for four hours on this topic, which is great. But I, I think like, you know, good summary of stuff is, you know, have your athletes come in, find out how their season went, right? How Did they have any major injuries? How'd their body hold up? And then we wanna establish this assessment process of where they are. Uh, what were their workloads? How did they handle them? What's suboptimal, right? What do we need to clean up in this first phase? So that way we can really build upon that in the future. I think this is the most important part of the off season for me is trying to get their body reset. So that way we have a foundation to build on in the future. So uh, awesome episode. Thanks so much, Sean, for that question. If you have a question like that, head to Mike click on that podcast link and be sure to subscribe. Uh, iTunes. Is it not iTunes anymore? I don't even Apple, Spotify, Apple whatever. Or Spotify's, Spotify's growing, Spotify is growing by the way. And this isn't an ad for Spotify. Spotify is growing and you, you look at the numbers going up, but uh, anyway, uh, off topic, sorry, but anyway, appreciate it. See you on the next episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the podcast.